actually, uh, this is kind of an impromptu episode. I wasn't really planning on doing an episode today, uh, but it's not going to be a very long episode. Um, I just kind of wanted to share something with you. And I was going to do a Facebook Live video, but I decided against that because uh, uh, I can't neglect the podcast and uh, all my regular listeners out there. And just so you know, if you are a listener of the podcast, you can check out my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the Warriors Cry, facebook.com forward slash the Warriors Cry. Uh, on there, you'll see just random thoughts and live videos that I do occasionally. It's not a set schedule. I'd like to do a set schedule, but it's not at this moment. Um, so if you check it out, let me know what you think. Share the videos, comment on the videos, um, and go from there. So to begin this episode, I just wanted to share with you guys uh, something that really hit me um, in this morning when I was reading, and it was only one verse. I got to reading uh, in John chapter 14 in the Mirror Translation, and something just jumped out at me, and I just wanted to share that with you real quick because it is really, really cool. Um, and then I'm going to read it from various different translations. Um, and uh, anyway, I hope you get the spirit out of the word that I'm about to speak to you guys this morning because it's an amazing 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 word so uh anyway to begin i'm going to go ahead and pull it up and i'm going to read it from a standard word for word translation new american standard all right and we've actually heard this verse many times but a lot of times it's glazed over in um in our actual uh lessons that we hear, sermons that we hear, whatever, uh, we hear that God, or Jesus has created a home for us, a place in heaven for us, uh, for us to rest. But that's about it, right? Well, the mirror translation takes it a little bit further, and I just want to share that with you too and just kind of share my thoughts as well. Uh, like I said, this won't be a hugely long podcast. It's just going to be a, uh, I don't know, maybe about 20 to 30 minutes uh, at most. Uh, but we'll kind of go from there and see where we're at at the end. So anyway, in uh, John chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. And I want you to listen to the words of verse 2. All right? And that goes, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go... To prepare a place for you. All right. Now we're going to read from the Passion Translation. And those of you who have been listening or watching my YouTube or my Facebook videos, not YouTube, I need to start uploading them to both places. But uh, anyway, uh, the people that listen to the, the Facebook Live videos that I do uh, have saw that I've got a, a mild case of obsession with uh, the Passion Translation because it's really good and I have a mild case of obsession with the Mirror Translation as well because both are amazing uh, paraphrase translations because uh, I believe that they get behind the heart of what the word, what the Bible was actually communicating to us. Alright, so the Passion Translation, chapter 14, verse 1 and 2 says, don't worry or surrender your fear. For you've believed in God, now trust and believe in me also. My Father's house has many dwelling places. If it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly, 
because I go to prepare a place for you to rest. Now, the mirror translation. Are you ready? Because this is really good. It's really, really good. So I've got it right here. All right. So um, now those of you who have listened to my comments on the mirror translation in the past know that I generally um, uh, say in parentheses and out of parentheses, these are the areas where Francois de Toit uh, has his commentary in between the verses. Uh, and, and I'll do the same today as long as I don't forget. Um, verse 1 and the mirror translation of John Set your troubled hearts at ease by letting your belief conclude in God in your rest and confidence in me. In parentheses, the preposition ice means to means a point reached in conclusion. Now the preposition ice is E-I-S. That's the Greek uh, there, I'm pretty sure. Um, chapter 14, verse 2. What makes my father's house home is your place in it. If this was not the ultimate conclusion of my mission, why would I even bother to do what I am about to do if it was not to prepare a place for you? I have come to persuade you of a place of seamless union where you belong. In parentheses, see John 8.35. The difference between a slave and the son is that the slave only works there. For the son... For the son, the father's house is home, 836. With the freedom found in sonship, there is no pretense. Free indeed, the word ontus, the Greek word ontus, O-N-T-O-O-S, indeed is the opposite to what is pretended. What Jesus is about to accomplish in his death and resurrection will forever shift the idea of religious works and pretense and performance from the typical slave mentality to the freedom and reality of sonship. Now, this is a word that I have been um, obsessing over for the last six to eight months during my journey through this crazy theology that I've been on, and, and that is the word sonship. Now, those of you who know me personally know that I don't have a great relationship with my father. I don't really know what it's like to even have a dad. And a lot of times I've actually replaced that dad figure with uh, ministers that I looked up to greatly. Um, in fact, episode five with John Pelinero, that's actually my spiritual father. Um, but uh, so I've, I've replaced a lot of the... the uh, things in my life with, you know, uh, adopted fathers, I guess you could say. Um, I've had several in my life. I, my, my good friend, Devlin's dad, uh, Ed, he was, he was kind of a father figure when I was younger. Um, I've had so many in my life and they've all greatly influenced me. They've all done that. But the, the problem is, is that I've never really understood or knew what sonship was like, right? Um, of course, I had my mom, and my mom was amazing, um, and she did all she could to support and to facilitate uh, my success in life, and uh, quite frankly, it's been hard to lose her over the holidays, but I'll be, I, 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 I tell you, 
that's the the only thing that I've ever had in my life was a good supportive mom. And even when I didn't think she was supportive, she was supportive behind the scenes. And even when I frustrated her, I know she was frustrated behind the scenes. I I know, but she loved me, right? But I've never had a father, right? And so these last few months as I have embarked on this mission to really understand who daddy is, who who father God in heaven is. I've I've come to a place of understanding what sonship really means and that my home is in him. And he is at home in me. And you know, many of you who have listened to the podcast and even the live videos have seen where I have talked about sin and how sin is dead and we're no longer um, uh, stuck in it and we don't have to abide in it and we don't have to do anything with it. Um, if the Father is in me and I am in the Father, how can one dwell in the Father and the Father dwell in him if sin is there also? One cannot serve two masters. And Jesus said that in Scripture. Now, he was specifically talking about God and mammon, or money. Um, but at the same point, we can't serve two masters. You can't serve sin, and you can't serve father. You can't serve your lust and serve God at the same time. You can't serve pornography and serve God at the same time. You can't serve cheating and lying and stealing and still serve God at the same time. You can't. There is no absolute way to do that. And if the Father is in you, His seed is in you, and you no longer should sin. And the excuses that we come up with, oh, well, we, we'll, we'll repent. We'll put that Band-Aid over our, our arm when we mess up, or we'll put that Band-Aid over our eye when we mess up. Um, but that mandate ultimately comes off, and then we end up right back where we began. We end up right back in that mire. We end up right back at that vomit that we've left behind. And I'll tell you, I've come back to that vomit so many times in my life that I finally just got tired of it, and I had to trust and depend in my Father to take it away from me. I had to depend on my Father to take it away from me and to to lean into me. I thought I was leaning into him and I thought I was pursuing him, but it actually I wasn't. I wasn't. I thought I was. I'd listen to worship music, I'd read the Bible. But later that day I'd end up in lust or I'd end up in, you know, looking at things that I shouldn't have looked at or I'd I'd end up in dishonesty or lying or or whatever, right? And I've always tried to be good in my flesh. I've always tried to kill the lust of my flesh and I never could master it. And when you try to do it on your own, it's impossible. It's impossible when you try to do it on your own. Now, I know many of you will believe or agree with me when I say that, but the fact of the matter is, is that we're not to kill our flesh. We're not to kill um, our, our outward, you know, nature because our outward nature God found pleasant God found good when he created it when he created our flesh he said it is good and then he rested and he wants us to rest in his uh, love for us he's already dealt with the fleshly nature he's already dealt with 
sin. All we have to do is put it aside and stop sinning. Stop sinning. Stop sinning. We don't have to keep sinning. We don't have to keep doing the things that displeases our Father. And we keep doing it. There's so many friends of mine who are going through divorces right now because of, uh, of infidelity. There's so many friends of mine that are going through divorces because they've cheated on their spouse. They've, they've lied to their spouse. They've, they've broken their covenant with the, the woman that they married or the man that they married. And they're going through these divorces right now. And, 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 and they're doing it because they're trying to pursue their fleshly lust. They're trying to pursue something that is dead. It's like literally trying to raise a zombie when you give honor to sin. And that's what we're doing when we sin. If you have the seed of the Father in you, if you have the seed of God, you don't sin. That's 1 John chapter 3. I think it's 19, but I'm, I'm not really sure off the top of my head. And I'll be glad to look it up and put it in the, the uh, comments or the notes. But uh, I tell you, I tell you, it's, it's, it's so important that you grasp this idea that, that the Father loves you. The Father loves you so much that he separated the heavens. He rent the heavens and he came down in the very flesh that we think is disgusting. He came down in the very flesh that we find gross and 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 leading us into sin. When the flesh is not leading us into sin, the flesh isn't leading us into our sin. It's our desire to be in union with God, but when we don't know what to do, when we don't know how to do it, we replace it with something else. We we replace um, holy. Uh, uh, sexual encounters with our spouses for uh counterfeits with 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 men and women who are not in relationship with us who who are not in covenant with us before god we we do this stuff and 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 then we expect god to forgive us and god has forgiven us don't get me wrong there is grace for when we mess up but as I heard uh, John Crowder speak on uh, one of his uh, teachings on the Joy Pod that I got recently in his Ephesians teaching, chapter 2, uh, well, the, the uh, Ephesians section 2 uh, teaching that he did, he said that sin has a built-in no in it. Sin has a built-in no, right? There's a penalty inside of sin for when we do it. In and of itself, a meat grinder is not bad, right? But if you stick your hand in that meat grinder, it's bad, right? So everything that we consider sin, everything that is considered sin, is actually good if in the correct context, right? And so when we're in the right context, it's not sin. Sex outside of marriage is sin. Sex inside of marriage is not sin, right? So lust for your spouse or whatever is not necessarily a sin because we're enjoying each other. We're enjoying the presence of each other. But lust for someone that is not your spouse is not. That is a replacement. That is a counterfeit. That is a thing that gets between you and your spouse and ultimately gets between you and the Father. And when you do things like that, that built-in no, 
can cause heartache and 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 it can cause devastation it can cause broken families it can cause uh people going to jail it can cause you know it, it can cause a lot of different things in our lives um and and that's the thing that i'm trying to get across to you our home is in him he came to prepare a place for us and if he did not come to prepare a place for us he would have made it plain in scripture he would have told us otherwise but he told us that he is creating a place for us that he has created a place for us and there are many dwelling places in our father and all of heaven is contained in our father and all of us are contained in our father but the wholeness and the fullness of the godhead is contained in us we are containers of that our home is in him and in him there can be no uh sin there can be no uh uh gross inerrant tactics that that we lean on that are counterfeits to what god really intended for us in our lives get this through your head guys this is me talking out of complete love and 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 desire to see you my brothers and sisters succeed and be able to stand in the presence of the father pure and clean and blameless as he made you by sending his son to die on the cross Many of you who follow my Facebook page have seen where I've posted things that are very controversial, and I do that on purpose because my goal is to cause you guys to hear uh, hear the, the doctrinal things that you believe in and of yourself, the things that you think in and of yourself, uh, to question those things, to dig, to find out if those things are right, to take it to the Father and to find out if those things are right. Not the opinion of some man 500 years ago, not the opinion of a man that taught it to you on Sunday, but actually the true nature of our Father. The true nature of our Father is that he desires oneness and he desires love and he desires us to be in him and him to be in us. That was a prayer that Jesus prayed several times in the gospel accounts that he would pray for us to know that we were in him as he was in you and you are in us. Oh. Anyway, this is... Uh, this is actually uh, going on about 20 minutes now, and I'm going to go ahead and start winding down. But I love you guys, and I want to thank you for just tuning into this podcast. I was going to have um, Brian Schiltz and the, uh, from the, the, the uh, band uh, Brian Schiltz and the High Country River Drinkers, I think is the name of it. Uh, he was going to be on this episode, actually, and um, due to some issues, he wasn't able to actually make it. Um, and so, uh, we're going to reschedule that and get that out to you guys as soon as I'm able to reschedule that. Um, uh, but anyway, I'm really excited to talk to him because I tell you his, his music has really, really, really wrecked me and really changed my perspective about a lot of things. Um, anyway, you can also check out the podcast, uh, check out the YouTube video or the Facebook videos on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the warriors cry. You can also support this ministry by going to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the warriors cry. You can purchase a t-shirt, a mug, um, some stickers. I've got some several different things on there and I'm going to be opening it up to doing a lot more stuff. And, uh, 
uh, and that's that's going to be soon. Um, but just check out the store. It's teespring.com forward slash stores with an S forward slash the Warriors Cry. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you heard my heart in this. I hope you heard uh, the unity message in this and who we are in Christ and what we are supposed to do in Christ. I love you guys, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care now.